0: Welcome back to All Things Teen! My name is Lexi and I'm your host for today as we start off our new series on high school. This episode will focus mainly on time management and will include effective studying tips that can be used to lower your stress levels at school. Before we get started, be sure to check out our Instagram, All Things Teen Pod, where you can find updates for our upcoming episodes, as well as share your ideas for future ones. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, as you all know, time management is the process of organizing and planning on how to divide your time between specific activities. Good time management enables you to work smarter, not harder, so that you can get more done in less time, even when that time is tight and pressures are high, especially in high school. If you fail to properly manage your time, there will be consequences, such as inefficient workflow, missed deadlines, poor work quality, and most importantly, higher stress levels. If you spend a little bit of time learning about the time management techniques I will show you, your future will benefit from it. So before I start, let me give you some advice. In order to keep on top of your schedule, you need to not waste time. It is most important that you stay motivated and focused on what needs to get done. I understand that it is a difficult thing to stay on track with all the distractions that we have now, but just keep your end goal of success in mind. It also helps if you make the process creative and unique to you and try to make it as fun as you can, and you can also try and involve other people so you can stay accounted for your mistakes if you mess up. Alright, now let's get into the good stuff. So when it comes to improving your time management skills, you need to make time for planning and organizing. During this time, you should create a schedule, whether it's a daily, weekly, or monthly schedule. If you want, you can color coordinate things like school-related tasks, family events, and hanging out with friends, so you can just neaten it up a bit. This schedule could be created using an app on your phone or computer, or just using a plain old notebook or school agenda. I've used all four options and they all work for me and I personalize it the best I can and it's such a fun experience. If you choose the first option, there are many apps made to help with time management and scheduling. So if your goal is to keep your calendar neat in order, try using Cal or a calendar. If you want to use a to-do list instead of a calendar, try using Trello. It is important to keep in mind that time for flexibility should also be incorporated into your schedule. In other words, make time in your calendar when you are allowed to mess up and get distracted. This will help you not feel stressed about those unplanned interruptions that we cannot control. Also, it is imperative that you consider whether or not you are a morning, afternoon, or night person. If you go to our Instagram at allthingsteenpod, you can find the link in our bio that leads you to two different quizzes that you can take that will help you determine your biological prime time. For me, if I wake up early, I am able to get work done right away and accomplish a lot more than I would at night. Also if I feel a random burst of energy and motivation during the day, I jump on that opportunity and get as much work done as I can in that little amount of time. Even if it's only a little start. Personally, I lose motivation when I'm studying for a test for a long period of time in the afternoon, since that's not my biological prime time after school. So I use an app called Focus Keeper that splits up my studying time so I don't burn out and get bored. This way, I get a lot more work done since I am extremely focused for a small period of time, and I can earn a rewarding break at the end of each session for food or nap. So, speaking of studying, I wanted to include in this episode some helpful styles of studying that you can use, as well as some tips and tricks that I learned from others to help calm those nerves and boost your grades. So, I did some research and I found that there exists four different types of learners the visual learner, the auditory learner, the read and write learner, and the kinesthetic learner. For the visual learner, Information retention is much more successful when studying with visual elements, such as videos, images, and demonstrations. For example, the visual learner might prefer Instagram over a podcast in order to receive the information better and learn about it in an easier fashion for them. For the auditory learner, however, information retention is more successful with audio elements, such as lectures, recordings, and verbalizing lessons, like a podcast. The read and write learner, for them, information retention is more successful when studying with textbooks, note taking, and verbalizing lessons, which is kind of like going to school. The kinesthetic learner, however, they receive information more successfully by trial and error and hands-on activities, and problem solving. Most people use a combination of these learning styles, but many have a clear preference for one. Knowing and understanding the types of learning styles is important, since once you know how to learn best, you can start studying more effectively and more efficiently. So now that you know what kind of learner you are, let's try these study tips. First things first is to always write it down. Studies have shown that compared to laptop note takers, students who take handwritten notes score higher on retention tests. These results were even seen when the test was delayed by a week and all students were given additional study time. Here's a fact. Writing out notes by hand while studying involves more areas of the brain and can help with retention, which is why it's better for you. Another thing is that mobile technology has the potential to turn everyday idle time into productive learning, which is why you should try and study on the go. Use your spare time to review your study materials like on the bus or in the car, and it can give you a quick boost of information and spark your memory. A study by studyblue.com found that 20% of respondents use their smartphones to study while commuting. Here's a fact. Mobile learners study 40 additional minutes each week by studying everywhere they go. It's pretty easy to think about it because you have so much extra time when you're commuting. If you're driving, you obviously shouldn't learn and study while you're driving, but if you're on a bus, if you're on a train, if you're on a plane, if your mom or dad is driving you to school, then definitely study in the car. It's a great way to study, and it's open free time for yourself and use it. Last one is to set up a reward system for your study session. It is very important to make sure that rewards are small and frequent to keep you motivated. I talked about this earlier, but I want to make sure that it's really getting there in your head. Because rewarding yourself after an entire chapter may be too much information to take in before a break and can be discouraging yourself. Study breaks that involve social media or TV can do more harm than good to your study session. So be sure to just relax by maybe eating a snack or taking a quick break and just sitting and meditating or something. Just make sure that at the end of every study session, reward yourself with something small. So I wanted to make sure that after you learned what kind of learner you are, you have some studying tips I want to emphasize how important sleep is. Proper sleep is a very important study skill and can help students remember better. So forget all-nighters, and you're more likely to remember details after a good night's sleep. During sleep, the brain processes and stores information learned during the day, moving it from the short-term memory areas into the long-term memory areas. Another important thing to do that we all should do is to eat right. While it's almost impossible to study on an empty stomach, the right foods can feed the brain and put it in a learning-ready state. Before studying, snack on brain-friendly foods like nuts, seeds, fruits, and vegetables. Avoid anything sugary and processed, which can cause a mental fog. That has definitely happened to me before, especially today. (laughs) So certain foods nourish the brain while improving clarity, and it increases problem-solving abilities and can enhance recall. Another thing is to get some exercise and go for a run, go for a bike ride, do a little brisk walk, or even do some jumping jacks in your room. Fitter students scored almost 30% higher on standardized tests. That's a lot if you truly think about it. Exercise helps refuel the brain, making it easier to focus on your schoolwork. So now that I talked about that, I want to also make sure that you understand that If you're a creative person, do not leave that out of your studying. Like, if I I wish I was so much more creative because that would make studying so much more fun. I could use color. I can use the highlighters. I try to make it as fun as I can. All the webs and designs. Don't make it too complicated and too complex, though, because then you won't be able to go back and find important information. But highlight your notes with different colors for different types of information to help you differentiate facts while studying. Highlighting words encourages students to think carefully about key concepts and ideas in the text, which is why it's a really great thing to use color. Like I said, do not cram. Don't cram your words, don't cram your study guides, and don't cram your study time. It is impossible to cover all your material and learn it all in one night. So try to focus on studying the most important elements if you find yourself rushing. Studies prove that last-minute information studying proves that your short-term memory is better to use rather than your long-term memory. Alright, so I mentioned this on my Instagram, so if you follow us, you'll probably know about it. But I said that we will be featuring two organizations today. The first one is called Simple Studies. I reached out to them because of how much I thought they can help you guys. Simple Studies, which is run by students, creates free AP, IB, and core class study guides that you can use throughout the school year. Not only do they provide you with amazing free, did I mention free, study guides, but they also have a blog about high school and college advice that I personally find extremely helpful. I, for one, am too lazy and too unmotivated to create an entire course study guide. But luckily, if you're just like me, Simple Studies is here to help. I will definitely be using them when I take a push, AP Psych, AP Euro, because you can find all their classes on their Instagram at Studies for. Another awesome site is Bright Youth Opportunities. During this pandemic especially, it is hard to find things to add to your college resume. So if you want to stress less about what to do for that, Bright Youth Communities is the place for you. On their Instagram, at brightbearsinfo, they also created a post about organization and motivation. I posted this to our story, so if you haven't seen it already, please go check it out. In their post, they mentioned how important prioritizing tasks based upon upcoming deadlines is. That way, if you don't finish everything, which I mentioned earlier is 1,000% okay, you will have at least finished the most important things. Another awesome tip that they included was about the importance of a neat workspace. If you struggle with motivation, you can only focus for a short amount of time, so make sure that you clean up your workspace during your first work session. Remember, a clean space equals a clean mind. And with that as our closing statement, we are done! I am so happy I got to share this advice and stuff I learned with you guys. And please be sure to check out our Instagram, at allthingsteenpod, for new updates for future podcast episodes, where I will ask you for ideas on what you want to learn and hear about. So feel free to share any stories or helpful tips you learned from your past experiences. And thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye!